Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. This week, most of the Seahawks' non-rookie players made their first appearance of the summer at the VMAC. These players were initially planning to report only when mandatory team activities began, but ultimately decided to change their decision. DK Metcalf commented on the issue when speaking to members of the media on Tuesday. Well, the vets uh, and the leaders of the team had a long conversation, um, and, you know, they decided that we should come back. And, you know, we all showed up as a team, uh, you know, with a few along the way um, who, who are coming later this week. So uh, I know uh, our vets, you know, handled the situation very, very carefully, and, and I think they made the uh, correct decision. Metcalf has had a busy offseason, to say the least competing against professional track athletes and even appearing alongside rappers Young Thug and Gunna in a music video, Metcalf had this to say when prompted about the possibility of him becoming a two-sport athlete. Uh, I like to be a modern-day DK um, <laughs> with, with some Bo Jackson qualities uh, in a way. But uh, yes, sir, I know Bo uh, Jackson, I know of him, uh, great athlete, and uh, yes, sir, is somebody I look up to. And apart from track, maybe we should be talking about DK being a three-sport athlete because Metcalf will be briefly showcasing his athletic prowess on the softball diamond during the celebrity softball game at Major League Baseball's All-Star Weekend in July. And he was not afraid to go big on who he compares his hitting game to. If I had a player to compare myself to, I would say um, Hank Aaron. Late, late Hank Aaronish. Um, no, you know, kind of subtle, but very, very, very good at his craft. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Good choice. Good choice. Yes, sir. We'll see when I step on the uh, step in uh, the batter's box uh, during the game. Though there has been a lot of focus on his off the field activities, football has required a lot of focus this off season for DK, especially thanks to the arrival of new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. Metcalf says the offense is innovative and exciting. He's a hungry coach, and that's what I like about him. He's always trying to learn something new, not only about the players, but, you know, about uh, the game of football and about offense and always coming up with new ways to just try to, uh, you know, get, get uh, his playmakers the ball. It's a lot of different different kinds of routes that, uh, you know, people haven't seen, uh, you know, from e either team that he's coached. So I'm just excited to, uh, you know, get to work with him and get to, you know, hone in on those uh, other skills. Of course, one player which would have made this offense even more explosive was former Falcon Julio Jones, who was traded to the Titans this week. DK was asked about his thoughts on the rumors surrounding the Seahawks trying to get the future Hall of Famer. Great player. Uh, would have been amazing uh, just to play beside him. Me, him, and Tyler, um, plus with Chris Carson in the backfield, would have been you know, unstoppable. But he went to go play with my, my uh, old teammate and AJ, so uh, good luck with them. But uh, you know, we're going to kick that ass week two. Look at DK putting some bulletin board material out there about three months out. Going to make that Titans game a lot more exciting, opening up at home in Seattle. Two more Seahawks spoke to the media for Tuesday's OTAs, and Jordan Brooks is attending his first ever in-person organized team activities. Now entering his second season, he says that while he's done ample work away from the VMAC, that it's great to be at OTAs with his teammates. Yeah, I worked with a lot of guys that I played college ball with that's now in the NFL. Um, I went back home to Texas, Houston, Texas, and Dallas, uh, and trained there for a while. And, um, you know, like I said, just been all offseason just working on everything, every aspect of my game, trying to get better. So that's what I've been doing and continue to do. Like I said, just ready to go in the year two, strong. Not having an offseason last year, 
um, was kind of difficult, you know, getting prepared for training camp. So it's a, it's a cool deal to get out here for OTAs and, and get an early start. Brooks noted that while it took him some time to get adjusted to the NFL last year after the virtual offseason, it started clicking for him toward the end of the season. Just over the course of practice, uh, a lot of repetition, um, coaches, players, you know, everybody chipping in to help me uh, to be successful. And then I think just the latter half of the, the season last year, I just started, you know, clicking for me. And part of the reason why he says things clicked for him was due to the help from teammate K.J. Wright. He was a big help for me in my, in my first year, uh, coming in and kind of just pulling me to the side whenever he could and just giving me tips on whatever we need to go over in the playbook or just tips about life. So he was a big, you know, a help for me year one for sure. As it turns out, Wright was the focus of maybe the most newsworthy moment of Tuesday's media availability. Because Brooks implied pretty heavily that KJ's tenure in Seattle is over. KJ uh, had an outstanding career here. You know, he set the bar high for sure. And uh, so it's definitely no slack here. So just ready to get in and, and prove that I, can, that I can do this. Yes, way too much talk of KJ in the past tense there for my liking. But he has still not been signed to another team. So although KJ Wright may not be returning... The Seahawks did lock up one key piece for the foreseeable future, agreeing to a four-year extension with punter Michael Dixon here recently. Dixon said that ever since his pro day at Texas, he has wanted to be a Seahawk. I looked back at my pro day and worked out, and um, Brian Schneider was there, and he he really you know uh, told me about the team, and I I really wanted to get to the Seahawks, and then they drafted me, and that was a dream come true, and to know that I can spend another you know, four or five years here is just the best thing that could have happened to me for sure. After earning all pro honors in his rookie year, Dixon struggled in his sophomore season. He said he made some adjustments going into last year in his routine that really helped produce what he called his best season yet in 2020. My second year, I think I was just trying to do too much and put too much of a standard of something that was just unachievable. So it, it, uh, resulted in a lot of ups and downs but still when I look back at it look at look look at that year objectively like there was still like a lot of good things that came from that year but last year for sure I um kind of changed my routine how how I go about the week was a lot more mindful um got into meditating and got into like journaling stuff down and was able to look at my practice sessions more objectively so I, I sometimes I'll leave a practice session thinking I punted pretty bad um and then I'll look over the film and go, oh, wow, that was that was a lot better than I left the field, which I didn't do my second year. I'd kind of just watch it and not not write all the notes, not take all my stats and not compare them to the days uh, before. So last year, I really made sure I was super objective about everything, took all the emotion out of it. And it was that allowed me to really, um, really improve and stay consistent. Well, it certainly was his 2020 season that helped earn him that contract extension. And to celebrate, Dixon said he and his girlfriend ordered some of his favorite food. Yeah, me and my girlfriend just got pizza that night when when we uh when we signed when I signed. So we talked about it that morning. We're like, oh, let's get pizza tonight, and then signed the deal. And I was, I was looking forward to pizza all day. So I was like, we're not we're getting pizza. Let's do it. And in speaking to the media, Dixon was asked about his favorite Seattle pizza spot. He mentioned Pagliacci's, but he then named a former NFL sponsor as the place he got his pizza. 
after he signed his contract. But to correct things, later in the press conference, he got a somewhat subtle reminder of the current NFL sponsor. Sorry, I, I just got a thing slipped on the table saying I have to say, I also like Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, my favorite pizza spot in Seattle is Pizza Professionals in Pioneer Square. If you are ever looking for me after a Seahawks game and I am in town, it's probably a better than 90% chance that that's where I'm at after the game. And you can bet after the Titans game week two, after we kick the Titans ass, just like DK said, that's where I'm going to be. So thanks to Wilson Khan for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Khan, C-O-N-N. You can follow me on Twitter at SeahawkersPod. Also follow along at Field Goals. Russell Wilson was among the players reporting to OTAs on Tuesday, but he was not at the podium for the press conference. And I have to expect that we're going to hear from him soon. And it's going to be the first time that Seattle media will get to question him about all of the offseason drama surrounding him. So I am curious to hear what he's going to have to say, and I will be covering it when it does. Subscribe to the show at fieldgoals.com. Click on the podcast button and select an icon for your favorite podcast app. Be sure you're subscribed and we'll talk more later. So until then, go Hawks.